Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode nine of season three of our podcast. Here's this week's hosts, Tommy and David. Hey guys, we're back with episode nine of Life is the Future. I'm here with my co-host, David. We're also um, here with two guests that came in the past. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves again? Hi, sure. I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Sonia. Um, so this week, our topic is going to be kind of about the, the election because as you guys know, last week, Tuesday, so like seven days before today, um, there was the election with, with, with Biden um, versus Trump. So we're just going to be like talking about like our opinions on it and like how the vote, like how it worked because we have to like stay quarantined and stuff and like we can't all go voting. So we're just going to express our opinions on that. Okay. Tommy, do you want to take first question? Uh, sure. So like what's your guys' like viewpoint on everything that's been going on? Like, do you feel like right now this is like a priority to you for like the election or like is it not like something that you really think about right now um i think me and my family are quite passionate about it and that like i just remember the entire week of the election i was like super stressed out i mean i don't know if it like affected anybody else but like i started getting really bad like test grades just because i was like so freaked out and like everything that was happening was like super stressful and like the country is like always super divided now so like I feel like everybody was like not even believing the same thing now like as of the outcome people are still thinking about like who won and i'm pretty sure there's like two different sides to who won yeah same for me i felt like a lot of people since like especially in our like grade they felt like it didn't affect them but little did they realize like the outcome of this election would most definitely probably affect some of their parents and the things that they did so it was kind of annoying for me to see like how other people were treating it as if it was just another election when this was definitely one of the biggest elections probably and honestly like it's still kind of annoying how people still believe like the results are incorrect and stuff I think they should just like let us enjoy this one win yeah and some people think like I get it but like some people think that like Biden's campaign or something like rigged the votes because of like the mailing and ballots and things like that. And like, I totally get that, but like, yeah, I have no proof. So I don't get why people make up those assumptions. Yeah. And there's another thing going on about like how people were saying that like, oh yeah, our grades going to be posting stuff about saying that they'll go vote for a specific candidate or whatever. Even if you can't vote Cause like we're only teen, um, like 13 year olds or whatever. But I feel like, you still can spread awareness on like your social media or whatever about saying that like you should go vote because there's still some people who can and are able to vote. So like, I don't, I don't understand why people are not really like, you know, passionate about this because this is really important. Yeah. And I think that people like, my question is right now is like, do you guys think everyone should have voted digitally or like in person and I, in my opinion, I don't think that it really matters, but some people think that if you voted digitally, like I can't say it, like online, um, if you, yeah, if you voted online, like people could like hack the votes and stuff like that. So I, I think that 
I'm trying to, I keep losing my train of thought. I think that, um, that like the chances of that happening is like very low. So I would be fine with like digitally, digitally voting and stuff like that, like the mailing and stuff. So what do you guys think? Um, I think that especially with stuff like COVID, it might've been safer to do mail-in ballots, especially if you were gonna go somewhere where it's a very crowded area. But I mean, it kind of depends on what you were doing. Cause if you think about like the two sides, Biden was telling his voters to do it by mail-in because of COVID, but then Trump was like, no, you should come and vote. So like that kind of goes with like the fraud thing where people thought like, oh, Biden rigged the mail-in ballots because they were all blue. But if you think about it, it was like Trump was acting like he was not acting. He was saying to all his supporters that, you know, you should come to like the, the polls. I think it was definitely like an issue about like hacking. Like I think in the 2016 like election too, that was an issue. But I think that it wasn't that much of an issue because like Sonia said, it's a lot safer to go and like not go inside because then obviously COVID and I feel like um, Donald Trump doesn't really care as much about COVID than Joe Biden does because he doesn't seem as much of his, uh, an issue. And I feel like the the votes came in later for um, Joe Biden because everybody that like voted for Joe Biden mostly like did mail-in ballots because of COVID. So I think that whenever at the beginning, everybody thought Trump was gonna win, but then Biden ended up actually winning. So like, I think that's why people think that it was rigged and that Trump still won. I also think that um, either way, like whoever wins like four years ago, um, Hillary lost and some Democrats are like mad about that and saying like Russia hacked um, the system and things like that. And now it's kind of the same this year, like since Trump lost, Republicans are saying that um, they like rigged the votes and like they stopped counting like early. So I think that either way, whichever side um, wins and loses, there's still going to be like a problem. I feel like with the whole like type of like way people voted, I feel like it's everybody's like choice whether they want to vote in person or um, through mail. I feel like um, whoever thinks it's like safer to do either one can do whatever is their choice. I personally do mail-in, but that's my um, preference. But over the summer, we know, like, I feel like I noticed that Gen Z has been mostly towards like Biden's side and everything. Do you feel like because of like everything that we've seen on like social media and everything, they should like change voting age to like younger or older or what? I think that 18 is honestly a good age because there's like a lot of people that um, like in high school still, like I feel like aren't like that educated. And it really depends like what schooling you take. Like if you go to a school that's like more on like a different side, if they're more conservative or something, then you're already gonna be like leaning that way. So like, I think there's definitely kids like that like our age that are more, like educated on that topic, but then there's also kids in high school that really don't care about it. So I think 18 is a good age because everybody's different and like how they mature. Yeah, I agree with Sophie. I think 18 is a good like age to say that you should be able to vote. But my thing is like, I don't mean to be disrespectful or anything, but I think that sometimes it's like, there should be like, like how old you can be as well. Cause I feel like there's like super old people who are kind of like they're choosing like younger kids future, but like, you know, it's, I feel like they don't really know or they're not as educated on like younger people's topics, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's kind of like, that's like the, that's the question that I was kind of um, going to say, like with old people, like choosing our future. Like, I think 
I'd rather have younger people choose instead of like older people because we don't want them choosing our future and stuff. And um, another question I have is like, do you think the media is like biased to one party? Because some people say um, that the election is like not over and like they're not done counting. Those That's like mostly what Republicans are saying, but like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think they are biased or no? Oh yeah, it definitely depends where you get your like news from. There's like CNN and then there's Fox and they're both like definitely going from different sides. So obviously CNN is like more democratic and like the people that work there are like on that side and same with Fox, there's different people that like have different opinions and they're definitely kind of telling their viewers like what their opinions are. So I think the media is biased, but um, I feel like they, in the long run, like they, they don't tell that many lies, but it's definitely opinionated. I agree. I think that it, again, like what Sophie says, it kind of depends on like where you're getting your information from. So if you're on like TikTok, there's like a section of TikTok where it's like, oh, Gen Z for Biden. So if you're getting all your information from there, obviously they're bi biased towards Biden. They think that like, you know, Biden should be the president. So like, it's kind of like, but I bet I guarantee there's probably a side of like Republican TikTok too, where they're telling you all the positives to Trump. And I feel like either way, you're kind of just, you and at the end, of, you have to choose. So I feel like people can see positives to both sides. And no matter who wins the election, whether or not it was Trump or um, Biden, but it was like, it was kind of like either way, someone's going to be unhappy. So it's like, you can't really please anyone, but you have to do what's better for like everyone. Yeah, and I was kind of confused while I was watching the election because on CNN, they didn't like shows like many votes. Like it was like 250 something and on Fox, it was like 260 something. Yeah, I saw I saw that too. And um, I was just, I was thinking that like, I'm pretty sure it's because they didn't count like some, they counted some states and like other social, I mean like other media departments um, counted other states. So that's why it's like a big dif difference in like the amount of electoral college um, votes they counted for each candidate. But um, do you guys feel like race can have like, like I mean like race can have a, um, like something different, make the turnout of the election different? Because like, for instance, like there's like a big turnout of African-Americans in this election than there was um, the la last four years ago. So do you feel like that can have like any impact on the election? I think definitely the vote like of colored people definitely has a like impact because I mean, I was watching something on TV the other day, like before the election talking about how like in Ohio, the black vote is like very like um, crucial because you needed like certain like states is like they typically wouldn't go out to vote but like now everybody's talking about especially because of the entire like Black Lives Matter and all that stuff like I feel like people are deciding to be more educated and seeing how what like terrible things that like um, Donald Trump has said about like colored people and just people minorities and all like they I feel like he definitely has a like only certain people that he kind of likes and he likes to be rude to other minorities so I feel like now that the colored people and like just minorities and all are seeing that this like is happening and how like mean he's being they went out to vote for Biden. Yeah and as unfortunate as this sounds I feel like for years like black women especially because apparently their majority of biden's votes came from black women because they just like m like many people like black women decided to vote this year which is great because i feel like over the summer where 
Black Lives Matter finally got the attention that it deserved. Like lots of people felt more empowered to be able to have the confidence to vote. And I felt like for many years, they've kind of been told like, oh, you shouldn't vote. You know, it's not that important. Like women, like especially like black people and like women, they've always been like kind of brought down and stuff. So it's like, it's finally good to hear like that they're confident enough to come to these polling stations and like put their vote in and have their voices be heard as well. Yeah, kind of like what Sonia is saying, like with a lot of black women like voting now, I kind of I find it surprising that compared to four years ago, like at least like a million or like thousands of people like voted early. And I, I kind of feel like that's like amazing. And that kind of like shows like how serious this all is and how it can like affect people's rights, like basic human rights. And a few weeks ago, like weeks and weeks ago, when they were debating Biden and Trump. Do you guys think that was informal or do you guys think that was formal? Because I kind of thought that it was kind of like two, three-year-old siblings, like just fighting with each other and stuff like that. So what do you guys think about that? About the debate? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was definitely like immature. I feel like watching it was just like, what is happening like you can't even hear and i feel like a lot of times like there was lots of interrupting but it was like 90 percent from donald trump and i feel like he definitely like kept interrupting making it kind of like awkward for like everybody watching like you like have to let the mediator like take some control over this and so and then he ended up having covid whenever he was there so then they like ended up you know changing like the situation for the next debate but I just remember being like how crazy that was and how people like such people that have control in the world can be like talking about this and having these issues like broadcasted live on television so everybody can see. And then after whenever they did the vice presidential debate, I felt like it was like that's actually how it was supposed to go. And then whenever it's just like there was such a difference in how like nice they were talking to each other and how they were actually being like civil. Yeah, and I think like all in all, like, I just think that overall it was just pretty, it was embarrassing, especially from people from like Canada who were watching just because, you know, it was like interesting for them. I felt like it was embarrassing. And it was kind of, it was an embarrassment for our country, I felt like, because it was like, they were just kind of being childish. And both of them were, it wasn't just Trump or just Biden. I felt like, yeah, Trump was definitely a little worse because he kept interrupting. But I felt like even Biden was just not handling himself very well. And so either way, it was just kind of embarrassing. I felt like it was disappointing because like millions of like kids and like other people around the world are just watching this and like they're seeing what this is the president is and they're like probably like they can be the future presidents and vice presidents and they're just seeing like them two arguing and bickering and I feel like it's just like an embarrassment it's really embarrassing because like we need to see these are the people who are who might like lead our country and they're just arguing back and forth like it's, it's not even an election or anything so um with everything that's like happened in the election do you feel like there's a way for us to like keep educating ourselves about like polls political views everything like that re revolving around the election i think that yeah we can probably like i don't know if Trump will run again after but that's definitely like a thought I feel like he might do something like that and then I don't know but I feel like after we have Joe Biden for a bit maybe like people's minds will change a bit but I think the next election hopefully won't be as crazy and as like 
crucial again like we needed it to be this year because I feel like everybody really made sure that this like election was important because of COVID too and just the way that everybody was handling stuff so I think that the next election won't be like as much of a like crazy issue but I feel like it might be and now more people have voted than like ever so I feel like more people will plan on voting which is like really good so we have like more people. I think that after this election, a lot of people have been coming together, like the second after Biden won, I heard like a lot of bells and stuff like that. And it was like kind of like happy, like I felt a big weight lifted off my shoulders. And I feel like I felt like America was like coming together and just getting along like all of a sudden. So that was like my feelings and like my emotions on last Saturday. Yeah, I think exactly like David put it in perfect words where he said there was a weight lifted off my shoulders. I didn't know how tense I really was until he won. Like I felt like I didn't know I was how stressed I really was until he like until I found out like no Biden has won. And then I was like, it was like a big sigh of relief. And it's like just relaxing to hear. I feel like like answering to answering the question I was saying, um, I feel like everybody should just like take this time to like reflect on themselves and think about like how like the last four years, nobody was really like not like not saying I'm not gonna talk for everybody. I'm gonna talk for myself. I wasn't really like paying attention to everything that happened, and then I, I didn't really care who the president was. And then now, I'm like really, like I was just really focusing on like okay, yeah, this person is leading by how much and blah 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 blah, and like keep trying to make myself remember who who did what and which candidate is um like more suitable to be the president. But yeah. Overall, I think like the election really had a big impact on all of us. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. And next week, Zoe and Naomi will be taking over for a new topic. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. It was really nice. Yeah, thank you for having us again. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really nice. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Sonia and Sophie for joining Tommy and David once again this week to talk politics. <laughs> Can you believe it? We brought up politics. <laughs> if there's one thing we hear over and over again in social relationships, it's never bring up politics. But we did it. The eighth graders did today a very timely and necessary conversation about the 2020 presidential election. I thought it was a very mature discussion today. I'm not sure that I would have had that much political knowledge as a teen, but there we have it. How interesting and important it is to hear that teenagers have a voice, they have an opinion here in the 2020s, and that they are interested in worldwide and national events. Now, one of the greatest parts about being human is learning and being able to change our viewpoints with any additional education as our life goes on. So even if you disagree with the actual opinions that were expressed in this episode, I hope you'll agree that it's super important, extremely important for our young people to have a voice, to feel comfortable, to be learning and be part of this process. Now, we'll see as the Trump-Biden race actually does continue, we'll see what actually really happens as the 2020 calendar year comes to an end. But in the meantime, I'm so glad that the, the eighth graders today brought up this topic and were able and willing and brave enough to try and have a conversation like this. What I want to do in the show notes is in the episode description, I'll create a couple of links to some resources. In the resources, I have a few links that will help adults have a conversation with 
teens with young people about politics, how to talk, how to disagree. In fact, there's some from Common Sense Media. There's some from the Harvard Institute of, of, of Politics. Um, I've got a National Geographic link in there that I'll put this week. Anyway, just things that are important to read through about, about youth, about young people, 18 to 29 year olds, especially um, from the Harvard Kennedy School of Politics, but also younger than that. How do you talk to teens, 13, 11, even younger? So I wanna make sure that all of those get into our episode description so that you can check those out right after listening. In the meantime, our year is continuing. It's great to hear the podcast hosts really start to get better at this process. So not only are they taking on difficult topics, but they're doing a great job in the meantime of just learning how this whole process works. It's difficult to, if you've never done this before, it's difficult to host a podcast episode and be in the present moment listening while also thinking ahead. And they're doing just great. Both Tommy and David and also Naomi and Zoe continue to develop their podcasting skills. So I'm really interested in hearing how we continue into 2021 and beyond. And in the meantime, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody for listening. If you like what these students are doing to help us reach a larger audience, please take just a quick minute right now, rate and review us. Give us a, a quick review that helps the teens. It helps us reach a larger audience. Okay. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.